Cape Talk. A worldview from London with Adam Gilchrist. It is 14 minutes to 8. I'm... Ah, good Lord, there he is, Adam Gilchrist. He doesn't look like he can hear me, or he's turning away because he can hear me and he can't bear the thought of speaking to me. This is the first time that I've done this Zoom crossing to Adam, where he sees me and I see him, and unfortunately I see me as well. Ugh, I don't look good. Adam, you look fantastic. Good morning. Good morning. I can't really hear you properly because I have to do a thing. Hang. Bear with me. It's all technological and stuff. Okay. I- I'll do a thing as well. I'm not quite sure what thing I'll do while you're doing your technical stuff thingy, but I'll do a thing as well. Can you hear me better now? Yes, we're there. We're there. Yes. There we go. Uh, okay. And well, in the- my eyes. Good news. <laughs> <laughs> this is quite serious. Chinese suicide drones. Taiwan concerned about those? Yeah, it sounds it, doesn't it? Um, this is according to uh, Taiwan's state media. So maybe a little pinch of salt, but I'll leave it to you. China, they say, is planning to turn hundreds of retired Cold War fighter jets into suicide drones that could be used for an attack. Presumably, they're thinking an attack on Taiwan. Uh, China's Chengdu J-7 fighter jets um, are basically uh, 30, 40, even 50 years old. Uh, Some may be converted into drones. They would be cost-effective and capable. And these are copies of the famous Soviet MiG-21s. Remember those from a distant era used in Pakistan, Iraq, Iran, Egypt, Albania, you name it, basically. There's a theory that China might use the ongoing war in Ukraine to... Uh, launch its own attack on Taiwan because the West, in particular the United States, is so, uh, as it were, employed in Ukraine and sending all its weapons and ammunition in that direction. It's only a theory. It is, after all, coming from Taiwan itself, which wants to be bolstered still by the United States and others. But we know that China has been sending warships, bombers, fighter jets, you name it, to airspace near Taiwan on a almost daily basis. So, is this building for something? Probably Beijing will tell us exercises. Let's hope it is just that. And then, Adam, um, I, I was reading this, I think, in the New York Times late yesterday, a new theory and mm. why from the Department of Energy. I'm not sure what the Department of Energy in the U.S. has to do <laughs> with COVID origin theories. But there we go. They've put something on the table. Yeah, I suppose each U.S. government department gets a say in uh, whatever they like, basically. And and we kind of all end up listening. So what they're suggesting is that the COVID virus was most likely leaked from a laboratory in Wuhan, that this has got nothing to do ultimately with wet markets. Don't we all still think it's from bats? Don't we all still have that in our heads somewhere? This is a report that they've released in the Wall Street Journal uh, saying that the virus was not engineered to be a weapon, but escaped, essentially, from the lab, uh, given to the White House and members of Congress. This is a report that essentially looks at uh, how COVID has appeared and how many government departments are unclear, U.S. government departments, and indeed four other U.S. agencies still say they think it was natural transmission, so they might be going down the bat line still. 
but they suggest low confidence in that theory. The FBI, by the way, has reached a similar conclusion. So we have the US Energy Department and the FBI suggesting, oops, an accidental leak of COVID, and that's how we all ended up infected. But it is probably only those two at this stage. And then I, I, I didn't see this happening live, but I did see YouTube footage of it. And it's, in, it's mm. incredibly moving, that Turkiya teddy bear gesture. Isn't it lovely? Uh, an extraordinary thing where uh, it was sort of planned in that the a football match between Besiktas and, and Taliaspor was paused at four minutes and 17 seconds. And it was 4.17 on the 6th of February when the earthquakes struck Turkey and Syria. So they sort of had something in mind. And lo and behold, Boy, did fans respond. So Besiktas supporters in particular, as it was a home game, threw soft toys onto the pitch, in particular teddy bears and other soft toys that will ultimately be given to poor children who have been made homeless or in some cases orphaned by the earthquakes. It wasn't just soft toys either. I love the fact that fans threw on scarves. Okay, it's cold. They might, But also berets. There could be an entire generation of Turkish kids, therefore, kitted out with berets, clutching a soft toy. Uh, it's, in a very bleak time, a lovely gesture. Yeah, I'm glad they didn't throw packets of gulwars onto the field to go along with those berets. <laughs> Adam, thank or you. Or the old camel cigarettes, remember those. God, I get the feeling the Turks still smoke those, but what do I know? Uh, Adam Gilchrist, back with another Worldview tomorrow morning.